0: Heyo! Welcome back, everybody, to the coaches' meeting. Today is Monday, January 11th. Huge show ahead. We got Bobby H., Rob Haddenhorst back with us alongside me and my dad, Jim Schaefer. Uh, Kevin's out watching the Bears game when we recorded, but uh, Bobby H. is filling in again. Uh, He was a fan favorite last week. He's got another great... Episode this week while he uh, is one week out from uh, baby number two coming. Anywho, a lot to talk about on the NFL front with the super wild card weekend. We got some predictions for the college football championship on Monday. Dive into a little NBA talk. I mean, there's just tons of sports going on, which is great. And then what the heck's going on with the Cleveland Indians? We kind of take a little dive there and. um, Wrap things off by talking about our favorite cartoons because we have NFL on Nickelodeon, people. It's huge. It's crazy. What world are we living in? But it's a fun one. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining. Glad to have you. Here we go. 11th. Let's go. We got dad in the basement ready for the Browns game tonight. Bobby H is back. Rob Haddenhorst co-hosting again in Kevin's stead while we record during the Bears game as Kevin uh, will be watching in his Mitch Trubisky jersey. How's everybody doing? Great. You? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I got a little uh we'll start it right off. What are we drinking? I'm drinking a transfusion a little vodka ginger ale grape juice. Keep it light. Refreshing. You guys. Dad, I know you hold it up to the video I every can. week. I, well, why you talk can't about drink it that no again. one else can hear it? Ooh, Bobby, well, is that a craft?
1: I'm drinking a Ramble On from MadTree. Mm. It's a low citrus IPA.
0: The replacement Delicious. of MadTree's PSA. Yes, it which is. Which have you had? Yeah, you know, PSA. Right? Which Rob, you know, PSA is back on tap at MadTree currently.
1: I was aware of that. I have not. I've, I've had it once, actually. I had it at Sean Paddock's uh, Happy Hour back in October. They had it, and um, I, I have not been back at MadTree, but uh, I'll have to make it back there to. For those in the Cincinnati beer,
0: the Cincinnati beer scene, it was the MadTrees in a favorite of Rob's, mine, and everybody's, and they just decided to stop brewing it,
2: which made no sense.
0: No, it made no I sense. Gotta,
2: I, I do have a Ryan Geist truth. In the bullpen, ready you got to Got that as a
0: backer. Good, good. Well, how how the hell is everybody? What what what's new from the last week? That doesn't involve anything in D.C. Thoughts. <laughs> How'd the election turn out? Uh, as as there was pre the the sh, the pre notes to the show, we were talking about stuff, and Dad's like, oh, we could always use D.C. stuff as a filler, and I was like. Not mm-hmm. touching that with a 10-foot pole, so that's our stance. What is that, direct current?
2: <laughs> As um, opposed to alternating current? What is that, direct current? You
0: see? Um, well,
2: Something like that, Jim. Okay. Well, a lot of electricity there.
0: I That one's well over my head. I'll have to play that one back and see what the hell you're talking about, but...
2: Well, not
1: much has changed in my life, guys. I um, as we <laughs> talked about last week, my second child is due in nine days. I am now on full lockdown. I have to do click lists from Kroger. I cannot leave my house. I mean I'm going to I mean I'm gonna go for runs and walk my dog, but um yeah, it's um it's it's quarantine all over again.
0: It's dinosaurs. a per- perfect time to get into podcasting and help uh, the coaches meeting grow to the the uh, Missouri market.
1: It really is. I shout uh, out to all uh, our St.
0: Louis listeners.
1: Yeah, we, we talked pre-show for our, for our, uh, listeners, but I, I pass it along to two of my friends and uh, actually my brothers-in-law as well. So um, I mean that that's that that's I don't want to say exponential growth, but like that's like five or six you know new new listeners and you know it all counts.
0: I mean right? we've had a thousand. Nearly thousands of listeners. Wow. So we're growing. You know, my my friends are brick. embarrassed to admit
2: they listen to it.
0: Well, we're going to try to get the links out there. Facebook, uh, Instagram. Oh, big thing, is Rob knows, uh, I'm going to try to explain this to you, Dad, in a way that's really simple. We have a coaches Meeting Twitter account. And to put it simply, there's two Barstool Sports guys that... On a Twitch stream, they live broadcast themselves playing a fishing video game. Long story short, guy caught an eight mount, and I was watching it because it was hilarious. I put up a tweet of a screenshot of what I was watching with a comment from the coaches meeting Twitter, and he retweeted it. As you know, um, I'm st- I'm not banned from Twitter currently, um, and it got. It, got it, it had 150,000 impressions, which mean people scanned. But people engaged with it 6,000 times. Our social presence growing. That's huge Exponentially. for the show.
1: Exponentially.
0: Just trying to get retweets. It's all not here. I'm, I'm just slutting for retweets.
1: Just out there grinding.
0: All right. So that that was the highlight of my week. But we got NFL playoffs this weekend, so that's been pretty big. Well Indeed. Thoughts from yesterday's performances. So I think the I think, Colts screwed up by not kicking a field goal early. Yeah, so let's start I with was, the Bills and the Colts.
1: Yeah, so so guys, remind me. It was it was ten to seven. Indy was up in the second quarter, and it was like fourth and goal. They were like four yards back. They could have kicked a field goal, and they went for it, and they missed. I mean, the, the pass mm-hmm. wasn't bad, um, but
2: just off a little.
1: But, uh, you know, it, so, so the argument is, is like, I don't know the analytics. I'm not going to pretend to, but conservative play calling in, in the NFL especially doesn't seem to work. And in that instance, you know, they would have gone up by six.
2: Why do you um, say that?
1: I, why do I say what?
2: Conservative play calling doesn't work. Um, Case in point. The team today. Uh,
1: totally fair totally fair um i I just was going to make the point though that i I just feel like in general i'm speaking in generalities in the nfl you have to be aggressive and indy's on the road and they went for it and it blew up on their face so Mm
0: -hmm. yep they i mean what i want to say you have to risk it to get the biscuit indeed that's that's, the biscuit is lombardi but yeah that's what i wonder like the bills as good as they've been it was a hard-fought game back and forth but I think the Colts played a less than par game and almost won. And I think the Bills statistically played a good game and barely won. What do you do taking that to next week? I don't know. How do they match up against either what they're either going to play?
2: Pittsburgh. Or the winner winner of this. Yeah, they
0: play Pittsburgh or the Ravens. So, I don't know. There's a lot left on the table there. But I love the Bills fan base, everything they got going there. It's a, I want to root for teams that haven't won in forever. So, Buffalo. That'd be the Browns. Browns, Bears. Granted, know, there's room to go. Chief but Bulldogs. that second game, boy, the Seahawks shit the bed.
1: So, I didn't watch the first quarter. Um, I was at church, not to brag. Um, so, we, 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 we get back. St. Robert. Yeah, thank you, St. Robert. Uh,
2: we well, did,
0: you're a super spreader, aren't you? Uh, Rob, they got church for shut-ins. I'll send you a link to the live stream because I watch yeah, it every Sunday. Most mornings, mornings you at 7, 7 a.m. Two Christmases ago. All
1: right. I lied. We weren't at church. We were streaming church. Okay. Sorry. All right. Now that, now that I had that off my chest.
2: Oh, um, my God. You lied yeah. about going
0: to church? Did you yeah, get Eucharist shipped to house from, your computer from Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's, All right. We're, we're moving on from my Let's back. bring it back. Bring it back. Bring
1: it back. So it's three to three early second quarter, and you know the game feels like a snoozer. DK Metcalf is barking at uh, Pete Carroll. He's barking at yep. Russell Wilson. And the first Dude. pass they throw to him, at least that I saw, was a big six. <laughs> I, like, like you can't make that up. Like your star rookie. I mean, granted he's a rookie, but your star receiver. You know, he wants the ball. He's getting frustrated,
2: and that's the one on the. Uh... Yeah, he just strode toward the sideline. Yes. That was the first pick in the NFL this year on that play for any team. No kidding. Nope. That was one of the graphics. They're ready
1: for it. They must have have done their homework. Um, Seattle stinks. And I said last week, like I'm pretty sure I said, you know, couldn't you see Russell Wilson doing this and that? Okay. I don't have NFL Sunday ticket. I don't watch all the games. But they're twelve and four. They're in the NFC West, which historically has been a crappy conference. In the last three or four years, is not. They were dreadful.
2: They've sent right? two teams to the Super Bowl in the last two years. The Rams and the Niners.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're a good conference now. <laughs> I
2: thought
1: you said they stink. They like Jim. What I was saying is, is like you know, ten, fifteen years ago, they weren't that good. Uh-huh. I'm saying like they've had a resurgence.
0: Yeah, and the Rams, <laughs> I was laughing, like, when they first showed that, what's it, Wolford guy that they were putting out there? Yes. He, he's standing next to these guys, and it looks like, you know, they have, like, at Notre Dame, they have that summer, like, fantasy camp where all these, like, nerdy Domer fans that are, like, in their 40s come out and, like, put pads on. I mean, that, <laughs> granted, that guy played his ass off, but, like... it. I, it's just so funny to see a that guy's listed at, what, six foot or something? He's like every bit of 5'10", like in those pads.
2: Yep. your um, starter at Wake Forest. Yeah, but he played his ass off. I got a question for you. And, and I, do you think that was a dirty hit on him when he was on the ground, helmet to head, shoulder shoulder pad to head? Life doesn't care about backups. He was uh, already down. He was already down i I've when he seen got worse,
1: hit. I've seen worse hits than that one, honestly.
2: I didn't ask you about those. I asked you about this one.
1: I, I, I like, I did not find it inflammatory. I, I didn't think it was targeting you. I think they should have the...
2: Yeah, I said I thought he targeted him, whether he hit him with a head or shoulder, because he went after his head with his shoulder while the guy's lying on the ground. Play no. had been whistled down. I don't know why he didn't get tossed. The announcers were talking about that too, but hey, I think Robbie's got it right. Nobody cares about backups.
0: True. Uh, Rams' defense though looks really good, but that's the hard part is, and you look at, the, at a one-game case study, it's like, again, with the Bills against the Colts, and then you have Seahawks and Rams, you go, Seahawks look shitty. Rams look really good, but you look over the year; it's the same Rams team that lost to the frickin' Jets. So, what the hell do you make of it? Yeah, um, and, uh, it's wild.
1: It is, and so so now we have um, Los Angeles going to Green Bay, and we talked about it last week. But you know, we have we have an offensive team in Green Bay, and then we've got a defensive team in 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 the Rams. What happens there? Like, what do you think? Like, you think it's like a seven and a half point spread? And do like like if Jared Goff is hurt, can they do they have a shot? I don't like I don't think so.
0: No, it's wild. And the other shakes
1: out that way. To be fair. And the other thing.
0: Yeah, if assuming that the Bears lose, if it was the Rams, right? Because like Jalen Ramsey locked up DK Metcalf, but. And he'd have to go against – Devontae Adams has been electric this year with Rodgers, but Mm -hmm. they're looking good. And I think – I do like the storyline of with the Packers and them drafting a quarterback last year at a high round to back up Rodgers. Like, and Rodgers just says – I'm going to have this, like, fuck you year and play my ass off. Uh-oh, there's an F word. Quarter in the cuss well, jar. Our new listeners need to know that we're cool and we cuss, so. <laughs> no shit, Shylock. The uh, <laughs> night game. The Your Bucks. mother
2: listens to this.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Just put it on my tab. The Bucks and the Washington football team. That one was so, was the score closer than it felt like.
1: So, timeout for a moment. Yeah, we had 31-23. Um, my brother-in-law Connor, texted me at the end of the third quarter. I was actually I was I was doing stuff church. around the house. We're getting ready for the we're getting ready for the baby. So I didn't watch the third quarter, but he, he texted me and said this game has the energy of a six-year-old soccer game. And then I tuned in at the end of the third, beginning of the fourth, which is kind of when Washington made a run. Um, but, to, you know, to answer your question, was it? No, I, I think it was a fair result. Um, the, the, you know, the, the highlight of the evening, though, guys, was the Washington football team's quarterback, Taylor Heineke or Heineke, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> He, so, 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 so two things here, Washington played like five quarterbacks this year. Are you guys aware of that? It's yeah. unbelievable. And, and we all know the NFC stunk and, you know, because obviously a 7-9 team got in, but I thought Taylor Heineke was serviceable. Like that guy, he's a math major from Old Dominion. He was taking classes this fall and he steps up on Sunday night football slash Saturday night football on NBC. And he played pretty well. Like he was, he was a serviceable quarterback and he put up 23 points and yes, Washington ultimately fell, but is that guy going to get looks like as a backup? I don't, it, 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 it remains to be seen, but I thought he played pretty well.
0: Yeah. I feel like I saw something. uh, Someone tweeted, they said, Oh, like Heineke's going to get a text in the group chat from Matt castle and Matt Flynn who say, welcome to the club. Cause he's going to get, he's going to get paid a bunch and then just probably be mediocre, but he'll have that contract as a backup somewhere.
1: 26 for 44, 306 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I mean, I mean, not terrible going against Tom Brady yeah. in primetime at night. Yes. You're at home, but there's no fans. I, I, like good for him. So, I, I, at the end of the day, good for him. And hopefully he gets picked up somewhere. Actually, I I really don't have a rooted interest, but um, I thought the kid did play very well. And, you know, he probably does deserve a spot on some team in some capacity.
0: Yeah. I feel like if you're a fan of Washington, you're just pumped that you got to go to the dance and you had a quarterback look good. And then you'll just take that to next year and be like, because, I mean, they were abysmal before this. Correct. Is Alex Smith done? I feel like someone's going to give him a pity con- uh, I hate to say a pity contract that's like, yeah, you're, you almost died and your leg was severed and you were having your best career year before that. But his ceiling is very, very limited. So it's like maybe you bring him in to mentor a young draft pick. I mean, it worked with Mahomes, sort of. But we'll see. I think I do think that the Bucks are a very potent team. And I think like similar to Space Jam where they had at halftime they had <laughs> Mike's secret stuff. There's something with Brady. I don't know if they're all in the T V twelve method, but like <laughs> he instills a confidence that I think you see in a team that just you believe something's gonna happen. So Winning's infectious
1: with him. I mean it's it really is incredible.
0: Um, did you see that, uh, graphic they put up of him next to, was it, was George Blanda, the other 42 year old guy? Yeah. The difference of of what a 42, what for 43 year old Tom Brady looks like is a 43 year old George Blanda. (laughs) It's like anti-aging. I was like, holy shit. I mean, actually, actually Brady in that
2: picture was older by a year than Blanda.
0: And that's what's nuts.
2: Now the Blanda story was he was a straight on field goal kicker and very, 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 very accurate. And they people kept him on as a third string quarterback. He was kind of a mediocre quarterback. I mean, he was he was a great college quarterback. I, I remember why and they called it the the uh George Bland miracle because he kept winning last second games, either kicking the field goal or he came in because the two quarterbacks ahead of him got hurt. I think it was Daryl La Monica and somebody else. And he just kept winning games, and it, it kind of like uh, Fitz Magic. Anyway, he did look. He looked like he was 20 years older than Tom Brady, or Tom Brady looked 20 years younger. I don't know which.
0: Yeah, he had some nice sideburns. Going back to Alex Smith, I you guys voiced a different opinion. I take Fitz Magic over Alex Smith on the team. Any day of the week.
1: Any day of the week. I, um, I mean, Alex Smith was awesome. He was the number one overall pick in 2005, and He's, you know, certainly had his... Holy shit, he's been in
0: year from the league
2: for that long?
1: Oh five, dude.
2: Oh, yeah, 05. but he probably missed three or four I, full Fitzpatrick seasons.
1: Fitzpatrick is probably a year younger. I mean, like... No, Fitzpatrick's
2: both. like 38. He
1: either played or. at Harvard. Oh, so maybe he is older. Um, oh, God, I, I think Fitzpatrick's that. a year or two older.
0: He went to Harvard, had a good Wonderlick score? Hmm, I never knew. Probably. <laughs> they don't talk about that enough.
1: Never. Um, yeah... Uh, I, I mean, the, the Alex Smith story is so cool. He should win NFL player or comeback player of the year. Um, I didn't watch Washington a lot, so I can't comment as to how well he performed. But the fact that he was on the field yeah. is enough. You know, like like you said, Rob, the guy almost died. And he's got a wife and, you know, two, three kids. If he had a vote,
0: I bet you Dabo Sweeney wouldn't, would not vote against him.
1: Probably because, you know, he's sultry <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah. Um, well, we just are on the back end of the Titans Ravens. I got a question for you, Dan. to bring Gabo up.
2: So, I saw, you know, I saw this. I got running here. Uh, all these uh, college football awards and All Americans. Mac Jones was first team All American. Ian, he was a Davy O'Brien award winner for, for quarterbacks ahead of, uh, what's his name from Clemson. Nope. Oh, Lawrence? Yeah, both Lawrence and Fields. I thought. My God, Mac Jones made it because he's got a superior supporting cast.
0: That shit, but that shit doesn't matter. He's I mean, it's the like the a bus thing driver like on. A, a Brady, Brady Quinn senior year, he won all like the Maxwell, the, the whatever awards, and then lost the Heisman. It's like Maxwell's for a lineman. I all right, well, he, he won whatever the offensive player of the year is. Davy O'Brien is a quarterback. Yeah. Okay. All that stuff's participation trophies in light of the Heisman, which. See what I think happened with Brady Quinn
2: is he got ready for the NFL and he bulked up and he lost all his accuracy. Yeah. It, it, was, it
0: was crazy. He just he looked like a freaking linebacker after. Uh, the if you really want a good deep dive on that, uh, Brady Quinn was on Ryan Rossillo show, that podcast few, a couple months back, and he talks about his career. Go listen to it there. Not that we're promoting nope. other pods, but it's a good. But it's no, it's really interesting because he gives his perspective at each stop of his career. He was on part of my uh, yeah. take,
1: Rob, about a year and a half ago, and you know, the one thing I remembered is that he held out, you know, uh, in 2007 first contract, and that that's why Derek Anderson started for the Browns that season. Um, I didn't like. He kind of had about ba- a lot of bad luck, though. But whatever. We, we we can we don't need to talk about Brady Quinn right now.
0: Yeah, uh, he got drafted by the Browns, and they were uh, terrible. Titans Ravens reaction. There, it's a new rivalry between the two teams. Ravens mm-hmm. win. Lamar Jackson delivers. They don't have to really throw the ball. He had 170 yards that, passing, I think.
2: That 50-yard run was phenomenal. I mean, he just put the Jets on and said, goodbye.
0: Beep, beep. He's like, you know what I'm talking about? If you, Dad, this probably won't resonate with you, but Rob, if you remember like Madden, when Michael Vick was at his peak? And he's a like 99 speed. You could just – it's – Lamar Jackson lives that where it's widely known that I think he's not like a real – all he has to do is be a serviceable thrower to keep secondary's offense. Uh, his first pick was pretty shitty. They tried to make it, it was seem – very bad. They tried to make it seem like that guy pressured and altered the throw. It was like, no, he just made a terrible throw. But Derrick Henry, they held him to, what, 40 yards? They're, Tennessee's not going to win with that. So – Baltimore yeah. moves on. I don't see them beating the Chiefs or the Bills. Could be wrong. But it would be uh,
2: yeah, they they might, they are the best team in football for the last 6 weeks.
1: Argued. They did turn around. They did they did turn around weeks 13 through 17. Um and yeah, you've had the the, the reigning NFL MVP um who he ran 136 yards tonight. It's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable how the NFL has evolved to, um, you know, quarterbacks that are just running, you know, obviously they can throw, but they didn't need to run as well. I mean, that's how you succeed.
0: Um, Yeah. Like no pocket passers. It's, I felt like 10 years ago, it was, you were taking more of a risk for a dual threat. than you were a traditional pocket passer Brock Osweiler type. Yep. Now it's almost like, all right, if this guy's going to be a pocket guy, like it's flipped, I feel like. You need someone to be able to evade pressure. Agreed. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, Baltimore going to Kansas City, I'm guessing the line will be, not that I'm a sharp gambler, probably Kansas City five and a half. Um. But uh, who knows? I mean, you know, like Jim said for the second time, Baltimore's hot and anything can happen.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're not going to really do too much live reaction to Chicago and New Orleans. But uh, for the Brown Steelers games, what are, what are going to be our Monday morning headlines from that game? Predictions? Jim, I'll let you start. So you want my predictions on the Brown Steelers? Monday, Monday morning headlines. What are,
2: what's the, what are we going to learn from the game? Rozlesberg is going to get knocked out of the game in the second quarter because <laughs> he can't he he can't move on, on a strip fumble. Browns you're talking are about a you're talking about a Red Hawk, yeah, a, a Finley High School product. Anyway, that's about our only hope. Obi Wan Kenobi. Keep in mind what's his name? What's his, God? What is his name? Miles Rudolph or Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph. He threw for over
0: 300 yards against the Browns last week. Browns had some people out. That's what the, that was the exception last week. Here's well, the spoiler. killer is Here's the Browns the got Ward, Ward is out
2: again, as is another cornerback. I think those are the two key pieces. And Miles, what's his name? Um, Miles Garrett's playing. Maybe. They said he was doubtful
0: this morning. Uh, so I, I hope he's in. I hadn't seen that. I hope that he does some work. But I thought I saw something that he said he's back to before it. Like, his he's back to like week one performance levels before COVID because when he had like the lung capacity issues or whatever respiratory. Well, shit. I hope so. I, I don't know. That's
2: hey Baker's got to play the game of his life. He can't do a bunch of stupid stuff and uh, and he
0: but he that's not he generally doesn't aside from the fumbles against the Jets, but not all that. He's played ball. well down the stretch, the last six games, not
2: bad. He's a gamer. roethlisberger has gotta I, have a below average game. And we gotta get we gotta win the turnover battle. I think taking a step back, this is just a monkey off
1: Cleveland's back. Like for for 17 years, they have not been in the playoffs. They finally have a good quarterback. I mean, Baker has his flaws, but he, he's he's gotten them there. They they won eleven games this year. And I, I think it's just important for the you know, for the psyche Ooh. of of the organization and the fans themselves that they're there. I mean, if they lose okay. twenty four to three, so be it. Like they they, they got there. That's the important part. We're Here's hit. your dad's treat.
0: Oh God, mom's delivering potato skins mid podcast. We've talked about this. Yeah, we need our. I'm just gonna say I think there's gonna be a, sh- a really shitty call that's gonna go with a favor of their Browns. They could turn the tide. I don't know what it's going to be. So, I feel like there's going to be some officiating call. So so
1: when, when I was, when I was quote unquote preparing for this afternoon, guys, I was thinking about the 2007 Brown season when I was a senior in college. And I remember, so the Browns went 10 and six, the Steelers went 10 and six, the, T, the Steelers beat them twice to go to the playoffs. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. But week three, Cleveland at Oakland, It's it's there's like a 47, 49-yard field goal by
0: um, oh, he was there Phil forever. Dawson. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean- Phil Dawson was the bald kicker. Yes, the yes, Phil that Dawson. I'm
1: sorry, you're right, Phil Dawson. Phil Dawson kicks a field goal, and he makes it. Well, Lane Kiffin called timeout, so they have to re-kick it. The Browns, re- you know, there's a second on the clock. The Browns kick a field goal and they miss it. And it's, again, it's week three. They lose the game. But, like, Thank you. it's just stuff like that. Like, you just can't make this stuff up how snake-bitten Cleveland is. I really Thank you. You're beautiful, too. The point of that story is I just hope I would rather see Cleveland get absolutely destroyed than lose on a bad, you know. have their hearts game. ripped out. Exactly. Thank you.
2: They almost mm-hmm. said their house ripped out last weekend. That's yeah, the truth. Guy yeah,
0: makes a two-point conversion. Go to overtime. It, it, it had that feeling. So I'm ho- It had that feeling that it was going to happen. But I'm excited. The other thing that we heard is uh, the new light rail that they installed in Pittsburgh near the stadium. There was, they used a crew that was... Uh, they. Hired a crew out of Cleveland, and the guy who's a Browns fan buried a Bernie Kosar jersey under the light rail. So it's going to turn the tides. It's happening. Mm-hmm. All right. Woof, so woof, 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 woof. if it's going to be their last season in the pros, who's going to be the better announcer in the booth, Philip Rivers or Drew Brees? Oh. Philip Rivers. F- Philip Rivers, nice. just because he has such a way
1: with words, you know, like he talks trash and he doesn't use profanity. He's, I, I think he's probably quicker mentally. Not that Drew Brees is like senile, but like I, I think absolutely I would rather hear Phil Rivers in the booth over Drew Brees.
2: Donald Your body Rivers, language suggests. Philip Rivers has a little bit of a draw from his days in North Carolina. And I think people are going to love him. from
1: Alabama it. as well.
2: Yeah. And Drew Brees. I think, I think Brees has. He's got little man syndrome.
0: Well, he's got a Super Bowl ring to boot, so I think he's got that going for him. But I think he's going to be the more clean-cut person. Rivers, I feel like, is going to be the more dynamic one. Um, for sure. I feel like one of those guys is going to be brought in to do Monday Night Football. And, Dad, can you hold off and just have one one uh, baked potato or potato skin while we're recording? Just, just one.
1: I thought he was eating ice cream. Is that like sour
0: cream? That's how much sour cream goes on in those baked potatoes. Or the Holy shit! Food. Excuse me. Holy, holy crap! That's a lot of sour cream. <laughs> Dad, if you don't want us to comment, don't eat. Don't eat while we're recording. It's that simple. I
2: thought I was
0: muted. That's just a simple ask. I, I didn't
2: oh. do anything. I was sitting here, and your mother just takes really
0: good care of me. Now, Dad, you're getting silverware out. Just stop. I will shut this down. <laughs> like literally, fork on plate. Like last week, I'm it's the peanuts. Penis.
2: I don't have any peanuts. I'm playing. this
0: is record. not that this was this is not like a recurring segment of the show of like what's Jim gonna eat and annoy everybody with right people love this especially the over 60 crowd all right that link I was gonna send you for how to share it to your friends on Facebook I won't send that if that's how they feel gosh all right moving on moving on Rob Rob now you know how the sausage is made <laughs> people wonder why we took a break. I needed to recover. Um, I'm sure people listen because you just babble on. We have a big game tomorrow night, OSU-Bama. Urban Meyer thinks that Bama has the advantage. What do you guys think? I think these potato skins are really good.
1: You know, it's really
0: amazing how Alabama,
1: you know, eight, six to eight years ago they were a defensive team and they had quarterbacks that could just get them there. And now it's, they've kind of flipped the script where like Mac Jones is really good and Smith is an awesome receiver. And they also have like a terrifying front four and their secondary is good. And every, like, you know, they're going to have like call it six or nine guys that are going to go, you know, draft in the NFL. Um, in terms of a, of a prediction, I feel like it's going to be one of those games where Ohio state hangs on until like, like five minutes into the the fourth quarter, and then Alabama just runs away with it. Um, so Alabama's yeah. gonna win tomorrow.
2: First off, Alabama's defense is not that good. Their secondary is weak. If you look at the stats, I, I saw this this morning. Um, they're like 45th in the country, 48th in the country on defense. I think their offense is just highly explosive. But I think, I think Ohio State can get it going with their running game. To tell you the truth, the sermon. Is phenomenal. He's Stop kind it. of been rested all year. If he can get into their secondary, if he can get off the line and into the linebackers and beyond, they're gonna they're gonna have some long drives. And Fields has to be healthy. I I, I I'm concerned he has broken ribs. If he doesn't have broken ribs and he can play and he can throw like he did, where he threw six touchdown passes in a semifinal game, look out. I think it's gonna be a shootout. And I don't think Alabama's defense is that good. I don't think Ohio State's is that good, although they're opportunistic. And right. uh, so if you're, here's my prediction: Ohio State oh, forty-two, Alabama
0: forty. Wow. Wow. wow, that's a that'd be a high-scoring game. Is Justin Fields a junior? Time. Or he's drafted? He's yeah. draft eligible, right? He is, he is right. draft eligible. All
2: right. But he's got another year of eligibility. Everybody does this this year. Right,
0: right, right. All right, call me crazy here. Crazy. Machiavellian, if you're Justin Fields and you just had that game, is it in your best interest to try to play hurt in this game for your future earnings? No,
2: not for his future earnings and not for himself. And a lot of people have said that. I mean, a lot of sports writers are saying, you know, if you were advising him as an agent, you'd say, don't play. But he's the guy. Before the season even started, said we need to play. Screw COVID. We need to. After the Big Ten announced
0: that they well, weren't going to change their mind,
2: he knew he knew. They, he, you got to put tape out there. What for the draft? They got to put tape out there for the draft. But he already was up there. He said, "Look, we're gonna. We need to play. The other leagues were playing. Big Ten had announced that they were not going to change their mind. Their decision was final. and the season was over. And then two weeks later, they changed their mind." Maybe. Yeah. yeah, and I, Justin Fields was a leader in that protest. He organized the other schools. He organized Ohio State
0: and the players. I, I think this is – man, I, I guess we're getting into hot takes here. But from that, I think you're going to have the quarterbacks from this draft class, you're going to have good leaders on teams in the NFL because the challenges they faced in college. Now, this is not a measurable take, but come back and visit in 10 years and see what teams are doing. I, if I'm a GM, I'd look at the people who are leaders on their teams in the face of all this. So, Rob, reactions?
1: I, I, I have never thought of the, about that before, Rob, but I, I think you're right. I mean, we are in uncharted waters um, in business personally and certainly in sports and um if you're a quarterback of a team and you are um you're you're navigating this this the 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 pandemic the coronavirus and you're able to succeed i i mean yeah I, i i think it does have some weight
0: all right last part of college football hybrid of college and nfl urban meyer Preparing a staff to go to Jacksonville, which I've never heard of someone in the coaching whose name's been mentioned that's like, oh, I'm assembling a staff just in case. Like, do we think that Tuesday morning, if the announcement's going to be made that Urban's going to Jacksonville?
1: I thought that was interesting because I, I read the same thing you did. It's like Urban Meyer's like, he's like sending out texts and calls just in case he gets the job. Right. Is that what you heard? Yeah. Am I correct? Am I, yeah. Like,
0: I've never heard of a coaching camp. Well,
2: I've already heard his dollar amount. Twelve million dollars salary, yeah.
0: one year. Nice. That, twelve million. I'd come back for twelve million. So, to me, is are, are we all in agreement that is that deal just good as done or what? I think it's close. I mean, and the other thing is, people say, oh, when you make the transition from coaching to pros. Here's the thing, his his term of coaching in college has been over the last twenty years. So basically, anybody except Tom Brady that's he's been an elite college coach as they went through college. So I think whether they went up against him or not, I think he's somewhat credentialed. Right. Yeah. Versus a, versus a new young, sexy hire. That's been like, Oh, you've been a hot granted. um, Who's the guy guy, in Arizona? Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, he's done well, but like as someone who has a short shelf life in college of five to six years, you're coaching against guys your own age, or you're having to manage a locker room with guys your own age. I think urban's got the respect. So he'd be able to overcome that, but that's me. There's other hurdles to go through, but what do you think?
2: I think he could do it. It's happening. Um, He's going to need a multi multi multi-year contract new. I mean, new coach, number one draft pick. They don't have a GM in in, uh, Jacksonville yet. Yeah. They're working on that. So either urban Meyer's going to name his own GM or he's going to have some of those duties.
1: I think they actually interviewed uh, Lewis Riddick from ESPN, the uh, the color commentator on Monday Night Football. I know the
2: Lions. Um, the Lions did. Um,
1: yeah, I, I think the Jaguars are kind of reeling right now because they uh, so Shad Khan is the owner of the soccer team that I like in in uh, in England,
0: Fulham. Ah, no wonder why you said it. their ownership was terrible. Yeah, and you well, had a last well. Week.
1: Well, so, so Rob. Chad Khan let his son be the GM. It's not it's called the director of football, but his son is the the GM of Fulham's team. And he also runs like a wrestling operation. Like he runs like a competitor to WWF and he runs something else. Like being a GM of a of a, of a soccer team in London is a full-time job. And he doesn't take Premier it seriously. League. Yes, he doesn't take it seriously in my opinion. Anyways, um
0: we'll save that for the Premier League offshoot podcast.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh no. Jacksonville shotguns when Khan has owned Jacksonville, he was the second fastest owner to a hundred losses. I think they're reeling. I think that they want a big time name and I think they're kind of making a splash here by paying urban Meyer, 12 million bucks. Do I think urban Meyer is a good coach? He absolutely is. His resume and credentials speak for themselves. Um, I, I think I mentioned to it. I think I mentioned this last week, like, I don't know if it translates, you know, his NCAA, um, you know, his ability to recruit and motivate and such. I don't know if it translates to the NFL, but I guess if you're desperate to win, like you got you got you to do something. I don't know.
0: I heard a number somewhere that he was making he's making 10 million a year doing uh, Fox football Saturday. Then is that, I, is that right? I'm
2: laughing. I'm laughing, I, I'm laughing my butt off here in Toledo. He is doing local company advertising for and I think it's a buddy of his. And it, it has to do with, like, kitchen tile. I go, he and his wife are doing this. I go, you've you, got to be kidding me. He cannot. Like, I would be stunned if he was
1: making $10 bucks for Fox. Like, he's not that good. I
0: don't know. I, I will tell you this year, obviously, it's been a little bit different with the college football season. But have you guys watched more Fox? Lost Rod. He's here, Dad. He's got the AirPods in. Remember before the pod when I was like, Hey, if something happens and someone gets up or the video goes out, don't mention it. Did I tell you I was kidding? Oh, you, all you Christmas. Do. You you guys are tense with young babies. I'm I'm midpoint, mid dad. It's and it's a phenomenal point. It was a great point. It's the best point. Such Catching a good him. point. Uh, it, at this point, it's just gone. It's all gone. It's all gone. All right, now Fox Football Big Show or ESPN College Game Day.
1: I've never watched the, the fox
0: show like game day yes i'm in, in on day. fox i like fox better do you really
2: yeah brit that you explains get, a lot
1: I, like i don't know like game day is such a brand and it, it's done such a good job it's lighthearted. it makes you laugh it makes you feel good tom rinaldi makes you cry he now works for fox we all know that right. so they to fill that void somehow but college game day is a staple of like of I mean, frankly, of like my household, like when that big and
0: when that big and rich come into your oh, city, yeah. comes on. Let's transition into NBA. Rob and I were texting the other night, and he got to ex- experience the Golden State Warrior experience firsthand. Rob, how was that?
1: Um, so the Clippers completely collapsed. I mean, they completely, utterly collapsed. Steph took over. Um, playoff P. Paul George. I don't think he did a lot in the second half. It, it was kind of staggering, honestly. I mean, I think I, I think the Clippers were up by like 27 or 25, and then they just let Golden State back into it, and then they lost. And now there's all these all, – all I, I mean, then we go to the press conferences of, of Paul George and Kawhi, oh, we got to be better, we got to be better. And I don't know. Hey, like, things could be tough out there uh, in the Los Angeles uh, Clippers. The camp.
0: thing with the Clippers is – uh, you look at their leadership. Like Kawhi, phenomenal player, no doubt. He got it done in Toronto, but he had a the, the passion, passionate teammates behind, like that had the pride of Toronto. In LA, they're the second fiddle, and it's. I don't think they have the charisma to really carry a locker room the same way.
2: There's too much Microsoft money behind the Clippers. <laughs> See, you smile. He laughed. See, our audience will love it. They, hot
0: shut up. Yeah. Um, Steph Curry, though. I, I think they're gonna be a playoff team with, with with Curry, Wiggins, and uh Draymond Green. They'll they'll find a way into the eight Who's the, Who's the guy play play out of out. Memphis? Who's Wiseman. Wiseman's he is good. He is really good. So I think they're gonna be all right. Along the lines of rookies, I hate to say it. I almost like wanted him to be a bust. Lamelo Ball is good. He's fun to watch. So I can't see, him see him when they screwed up
2: his name in the interview. They started calling said, him. They called him by his brother's name. And said no, 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 no. I'm Mellow. <laughs>
1: I did not see that. I, I was watching the Charlotte New Orleans game on Friday night when um. When Charlotte won, I didn't see the triple double, but the, I mean it's absolutely spectacular. I mean the guy in high school scored a hundred points. Uh, like how is that? Like how is that possible? I, I, I mean takes if, all you, shots. You, well, right, but like, yeah. and, and the other thing I was thinking about today is like if you're if you're as teammate and like you actually are good enough to go to college and like you can't like have a highlight reel because. Your teammate is just taking all the shots like that. That's got to suck. But um, <laughs> no, he, he's legit. He's absolutely legit. And he's he's proven it nine games in, you
2: know.
0: Yeah. Someone who's not legit. Um, I'd love to be, you know, a fly on the wall in the locker room of people trying to play with Rudy Gobert, who's 200 million dollar contract over five years and he's currently averaging 13 a game and 13 rebounds. So, all right, double double, but like
2: that's not a bad line.
0: 40 million dollars a year. 13 rebounds might lead the
2: league. That's those are Rodman numbers and he got in the Hall of Fame. I don't know.
0: I just think in that locker room I just can't imagine wanting to play I if you're a, if you're a player who's up and coming and you think you have more game than this guy. You can put more points on. You're more valuable. I just feel like if you had a locker room where you felt like someone was way overpaid, I don't think that team's going to do anything.
1: Did you see a stat line from the other night?
0: No, was that the one where he had like single-digit points?
1: He was. He played 34 minutes. He was one for five and had four points. Now, he did have 19 rebounds. That's, that, that's solid. That's Janet, not
0: Janet's 40 a year. Um, people that are actually good. The matchup from what was it Thursday night, maybe of Luca and uh, Jokic, um, oh, yeah, with the uh, Nuggets and the Mavericks. I think that was Wednesday, but anyway, it was great. I this is what I think here is they are the best, most value to their team and the highest performance for the lowest physiques. Like, Jokic is so freaking smooth, but he, you look at him, he doesn't lift a weight or anything. I mean, he stays in shape, I guess, but but he makes his touch. His passes are so good, and he hit the shot to send it into overtime. Luka, he's sl- slimmer, but he's not like, I don't know. I What comes to mind is comparing against LeBron as far as like physique-wise, but nobody does that. Compared they're just they're so good at Jokic is
1: just kind of a goofball to me. I mean, he's really good, but he's just kind of a doofus out there. And
0: I mean, if you look at the pictures of him where he's younger, like as a kid, he looks like the fat kid who had, at birthday parties had three pieces of cake, and it's just all over his face. <laughs> and Instead, disagree. he's like a top-ten player in the league. He's worth $200 million. He's a great three-point shooter. Great passer, great
2: rebounder. I, I like him a lot. And answer. he does bust his ass down the floor. Well, it, yeah, not at break that speed though. How about though? My favorite player in that matchup was a guy. I just call him Ears. Boban. Who? He's he's seven foot. What six or five? Boban Marjanovic. Oh my God, his his ears are bigger than my hand. He's the his nicest guy in the league. Could you know? He's got to go sideways through a doorway. He has gargantuanism. He his like pair, my best guy, one was James Bond. he he got
0: a rebound and he dunked the ball Rob, without no,
2: leaving the ground. It's funny you he, he say was that. He on that. his tiptoes. What?
0: It's funny Rob says he looks like a Bond villain because he actually was a villain in John Wick 2. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's a minor role, but he's like a henchman in it. And it's so funny. Oh,
2: you mean like the one guy that was a giant? He had a, a silver tooth or something, a golden tooth.
0: Jaws. 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 Oh. Something like that. So, I don't know. Ba- the basketball season's going well, I think. I love it. But we're peak football right now. Teach so For another 24 hours. All right. Last – I maybe the listeners want to hear about this, but being an AL Central Market back in Toledo with the uh, oh, Tigers sucks. and Indians, what the hell are the Indians doing? They're trying to become the mud Hens. Like – I was, was reading family. an article on some Indians message boards. All right, are they looking to move that team out of Cleveland? They're changing the name, the stadium lease is up in 2023. They're selling off all their assets. Like what 23 players in the MLB have a higher salary themselves individually than the entire Indians roster. Like what? It's a it's a redo of Major League. It feels That's that weird. way.
2: That's what it is. We need a wild thing.
1: So can we, like, take a step back and, like, like could they really aff- afford Linder? Like, they, they, could they afford to pay him $175 or $200 million? Like, maybe, like – They wouldn't have like, any money for anybody else. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you can't build, like, a, a team like Cleveland. I don't know what their payroll is, but, like, you can't build a team around a guy that you're paying $175 million and paying everyone else peanuts, Right. Like you can't have the pitching
2: unless you're you a, unless the, you're a hedge fund manager.
1: Yeah, yeah Unless you're Steve Cohen and on the Mets. Like I, I, mean, maybe it was good. Maybe it was a good business decision in a way. Like if you can't, like if you can't afford them, you can't keep them. Like just sell them and get either. Like I don't know what they got for them. Like either whether well, it was they money. They offered or him
2: contracts about ten times, and he and he didn't. He he knew better. He he knew he'd get more in free agency. And and the uh, Indians couldn't lock him up long term, so he had one year left. You might as well trade him and get something, or sure. if you wait a year, you're going to get enough. So do you think
0: not, same well, with that,
2: Carrasco? Uh,
1: sorry, Rob. I was going to say, and let's not forget, like we're in the midst of a pandemic when when ticket sales are non-existent, beer sales, hot dogs, like 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 these teams aren't getting this money, and maybe they just were like, you know what? Let's just get rid Doesn't of. Doesn't matter. Yeah. doesn't matter. You don't think They get so?
2: billions from the TV contract. I guess you're right. And the local cable is
0: huge, too. Well, so if that's already a foregone conclusion, if there's already the revenue sharing, I, I agree with Rob's point. That I think they're like, all right, the the revenue, they're, they're kind of like foregoing the attempt at revenue on jersey sales and, you know, merch and food and all that concessions. But it's an interesting point you make.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you've got 81 games. Uh, well, I, I guess this past spring was a, a little different. We started the baseball season, but, like, that's a big deal. Like, like you get 81 home games to sell jerseys and hot dogs and beer and this, that, and the other. And, like, you know, I think these teams are going to be impacted, and some of them will, anyway. Maybe not all of them, but, um, I mean, maybe the maybe the Indians were like, you know, we got to get we got to get rid of this guy. Well, y- you look back- at his of Fame talent.
0: If you look back like nine, eight or nine years ago, with what the Astros did, I mean they they did the blueprint. They did the fire sale where it's like with no salary cap in or sorry sorry yeah I, I guess yeah no salary cap you can basically just run on a five year cycle and maybe the Indians are like all right let's have that fire sale so we start over and you just like stockpile prospects and then sure when the time comes where you have certain prospects elevate then you trade them away for bigger talent and i don't know it's worked the astros have set the blueprint but they also were cheaters yeah god <laughs> unbelievable.
1: i mean that that whole thing was the so the banging of
2: the garbage can
1: unbelievable
0: yeah. um all right we're watching the Bears Saints game right now, which is being broadcast on Nickelodeon. So our fun topic to kinda of close things out tonight. We're talking about cartoons and um, one How old is too old to watch cartoons?
2: We'll start there. Dad. There's no such thing as too old. Ooh. Especially you got grandkids coming. I, I assume sure. more than once. So um, but get working on it, will you? The um, <laughs> come on. The Little say, Mermaid, The Lion King, those things are are those considered cartoons?
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they are cartoons. I like. I I think Jim, I think you're right. I mean, I, I like. You go through an age as an adolescent where, like, for me personally, I was 12 years old I, when I was like watching cartoons. I was with, I was with my sister, early sixth grade. I was like, this is dumb. I'm done with this. But like, at the same time though, like frozen and toy story and all those like all those movies those are awesome movies but like you don't appreciate them like when you're 12 13 14 15 16 like into high
0: school so the polar express is it all right is it weird of me that i differentiate cartoons as like those are animated films to me when i'm thinking of cartoons okay i'm thinking of saturday morning you're getting up. You got the recess. Ninja Turtles, the Animaniacs, Spider-Man. Yeah. Boghorn Leghorn. Granted, McGraw, I don't get the TV on anymore, like in the mornings. or like, But I, I feel like cartoons were just a staple on Saturday morning. Do they even show them anymore? I hope so.
1: It's not like it used to be. Like eight, I remember Rob in the late 90s was ABC had one Saturday morning where it was like recess. And I don't even remember the other one. Fun fact,
0: for freshman year of college, my Halloween outfit was T.J. Detweiler from Recess.
2: Dude, that's awesome. Um, you both are scaring me.
1: No, but like, you know, like to answer your question, like I think if you're 12 years old, I think you're done watching cartoons. Like I remember, again, I, 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 I was with my sister. We were watching Nickelodeon. And she was watching Rugrats and I was like, you know what, this I'm done with this. But there is a diff- there is a like there's a difference between um What's on Nickelodeon and a Toy Story or a Frozen or a Shrek. You know, those those because those those funny. Yeah,
2: those, those
0: they're cat.
1: Those are objectively yeah, Fritz the Cat. Those are objectively funny.
0: Uh have you given a watch to Rick and Morty?
1: Yes, it's hilarious. I have not dug into it too far, but it is very, very. I funny. think the last time cartoon?
0: I it's a cartoon on it's a it's a adult funny one. It's not for it's not for children, but um, it's a. I'll set the premise. It's a dim-witted kid named Morty and his grandpa, who's an alcoholic time traveler, who travels through time and space and brings his grandson Morty on adventures. We'll just leave it at that.
1: It's obscure humor, but it's very, very funny.
0: And whenever, if Kelsey ever walks down the stairs and I'm watching it, I instantly am greeted with a, oh, God damn it. You're watching this again. (laughs) And I will say, yes. And then we change the channel to Food Network or something. Mm. So what's, what's your goat cartoon? The best cartoon you ever watched? Jim, go.
2: David and Goliath on Sunday mornings It was of a biblical nature. Oh, Gee, well. Davy, does that mean God loves us? He was there one
1: stupid? episode just David throwing the stone at Goliath's head and it was over?
0: No, David David was the child and Goliath was the One dog. episode was 20 minutes of him winding up with the rock in the sling. Oh, no, no, Next no, no. no. <laughs> it's classic. You Light better Google rock.
2: this when we're off of here. This a thing whole episode is
0: dedicated to when the Philistine falls.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are just
0: crazy dudes. You need to watch it. Uh, Rob, did you ever watch Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, you know, I tried to get
1: into it. I couldn't. I so in hindsight, questions.
0: I used to watch it all the time in like fifth grade. But in hindsight, that show soaked up so much time that like could you could just summarize the episode. You could summarize a whole ten episodes in like two minutes. It's all it was
1: a, uh, like. What I remember, Dragon Ball Z was like a soap opera. Like there was just so many characters, There was so much going on. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. I needed something just kind of fluid and yeah. uh, basics for my dumb Ninja,
0: brain. Ninja, I think personally, Ninja Turtles is the goat.
1: Absolutely, without question. I, I, I remember uh, this past, this past spring when we were quarantining. Uh, Willow w- was waking up very early, and to try to like calm her, I, I would turn on Ninja Turtles on my phone. And she never got into it, which much to much chagrin, because I was, like, selfishly watching it for myself, not just to calm my daughter down. But, I mean, that cartoon was so good. It was so awesome. Uh,
0: so good, in fact, that I don't know if you recall, Rob, at Miami, there's heated sidewalks that there'd be these grates that, like, things ran underground. And, basically, you could get underneath them and... Uh, well, one time in college, ordered a pizza delivery at a corner intersection where we were just underneath the grate and had the pizza delivery guys slip it through the grate. Just like
1: the movie, like right at the beginning.
0: Oh, yeah. That's what you got. It, it, the pizza man, I think, appreciated it, but also this the odd things you do.
1: That's unreal.
0: So, All right. Well,
2: we've come to that time. You can probably cut out the last three minutes here. Nobody cares.
0: I'll put that on top of when we cut out you eating potato skins. What are you looking forward to most this next week, guys?
1: Divisional round. AFC uh, Brown
0: second round game. Ooh. Like that. Yeah, I'm home for more football. NBA's in full swing. It's primetime sports season. I
2: love it. I want to see Nick Saban crying. Complaining Ohio State's only played eight games and won the national championship. Nah, that won't happen. Oh, you don't think so?
0: What what would they care if they win? Or if if Alabama loses, what's he going
2: to be crying about? You lost the other team. Now, do you know, the Blade ran a story on Nick Saban today, I think it was, or yesterday. The only job he's ever been fired from in college football was from Ohio State.
0: Hmm.
2: He was the cornerback's coach. Wasn't getting it done, huh? There you go. And there's a story in there that this, this one guy was proposing to the Kent State athletic director. This is the early 80s that he hire either Nick Saban or Urban Meyer. And he hired a has been who ended up winning seven games in three years. But what was the guy's name? Four, he wanted a big time coach, not some young guy. <laughs> he actually turned down two future hall of coaches. Tommy Tupperville. Coach. Yeah, no. They went Tommy Tupperville. But it was like that.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not going to sit and wait for us to find out. We'll have to Google it. Uh-huh. All right, well, this has been great. Dad, enjoy the rest of your potato skins. I can't eat all those. You want some? Bobby H, thanks for joining us again. This Take has been me. this has been another just phenomenal episode. Go Browns. We'll be talking about the Browns matchup next week. So, thanks for joining. The thing of it is, we had a good time. Okay, what kind of music are you gonna play?